I can hear something outside. Oh, who could this be? Ooh. Oh, hello, it's Joe at the Brew Club Hall. How are you doing? Good to hello, see good, you. Hello, good, mate. How are you? Yeah, not bad, thanks. You look great. Um, you are a <laughs> Chicago Bulls skeleton. I'm, um, I'm actually a juggler from the Insane Clown Posse. <laughs> that is your kind of music. You'll understand what that is, and I'm sure some others there will you as well. Go. <laughs> How's it going, Joe? Yeah, I'm all good. How are you? I'm all right, thanks. I'm going to take my hat off because I can't balance my yeah. headphones on. So it's you've a bit, had the, it's a bit warm. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Uh, but you're looking great. You're dressed for the occasion. You've got, like, proper scary contact lenses and everything. That is that is impressive. <laughs> that is really, really good. Uh, yeah, so you all good? Yeah, yeah, can't complain. How about yourself? Yes, I'm all right. Thank you. Thank you for running our backstage area today as well. It's, uh, uh, it's a pleasure. No problem. Much pre- and what are you drinking? That's a good question to ask. What are you on? Uh, so, I had to force this can open with a knife because it, it failed on me. But it's Buxton Brewery, Girl from Mars, uh, New England IPA. Very right, nice. Good. Nice. Good stuff. Yeah, like it. Uh, and I just want to say as well, congratulations for all the amazing um, Desert Island beers that you've been doing. Over the well, I mean, since since I think you're like January since it started, isn't it something like that? Really incredible. Yeah. And, and some of the names that we've that we've had coming on it as well. Some of the big names, and we've got more on the list, haven't we? More sort of celebrities we, on the list as well. We have, we have indeed. Yeah, I've, I'm, I'm like having Marion from Bo Selector now. I just go around stalking celebrities. <laughs> the people you've got on your phone in your contacts now is amazing. Yeah, me, me and Adam are like that now. <laughs> <laughs> that's it and i was so impressed that he said a uh, heist was his uh his desert island brewery uh i knew Latin. i knew that yeah as soon as i heard him mention sheffield i was like jimbo's gonna be all over that oh yeah loved it oh somebody else is at the door who's this oh that's scary who could it be? <laughs> <laughs> it, it's John at the Taylor Tavern. Hello, Jimbo. Hello, Joe. Hello. Hello, Sydney. <laughs> you all okay? You okay? We're very good. We're very good here. It's very dark and spooky in the Taylor Tavern. Yes. Um, so, yeah, you, you've, got, um, it, you, you've got your makeup on today, have you, Taylor Tavern? I thought I'd put a bit of a bit of an effort in there, you know, make the effort. Good stuff. Um, I mean, we're gonna we'll catch up with you in a little while, Taylor Tavern. But the reason we've got you on at this stage of the show is that you are this week's Desert Island beers, aren't you? Ooh. There we go. Uh, so yeah, uh, Joe said, why don't we get Taylor Tavern on this week? So yeah, why don't we? Why ever not? Uh, so are we up for that? Sounds good. Sounds good. We are indeed, indeed. Okay, firstly, happy Halloween to everybody and welcome to Desert Island Beers. I'm obviously Joe at the Brew Club Hull, or as a juggler this week. Uh, we've got Taylor Tavern, Mr. Jonathan himself, and I'm about to ask an all-important question. So the first question is, what was your first alcoholic drink, John? When and where was it? Right, well, I was sort of wondering if it was my teenage years drinking um, Skoll and Kestrel from the off-licence in my teens, but I think I can go back a bit further than that, Joe. If we go back to about 1977, I'd have been five years old, 
And I have a very vague memory one Christmas of sitting in my auntie and uncle's house with my mum and dad and being allowed to try their drinks. Um, and the one I remember, and the one that my mum and dad still drink to this day, was Matthias Rosé. And there it is. There's one of the original <laughs> bottles on the screen now. <laughs> Matthias Rosé. And the thing is, they like it so much, I even have to have some bottles in now for when they come round. <laughs> so, yeah. Can, can, you, can you still drink it, then? Is that... I can still drink it. It's good stuff, actually. Yeah, it's not bad. Nice with a meal. <laughs> <laughs> so the next question, John, thank you for that, is what is your favourite beer style? Ah, well, this this is easy. This was probably the easiest of all the questions, Joe. Um, it's a dry, hot, pale ale with a low ABV. Um, something like bread and butter from Vocation or um, hibernation from Abbeydale. Um, that's a beer I always have in the fridge. It's my absolute favourite. Uh, and I've got Mark at the Ashmore Arms to thank for that because he introduced me to bread and butter um, a couple of years ago. Um, and, and it's always very exciting when you go in a pub and it's and it's on the pump. Um, so, yeah. I don't I think I've ever, ever had it. It's, it's gorgeous. You need to have it. It's, uh, it's going on my list. <laughs> it's a cracker. <laughs> so, so the next question kind of divides the, uh, the beer love and pub shed community usually. So it's, what is your favourite spirit-based drink or cocktail? When and when, uh, sorry, why and when would you usually drink it? Yeah, so again, that's an easy one for me. Um, my favourite spirit is definitely rum. Um, so I'd probably go for a rum-based cocktail. Now, I have been known in the Taylor Tavern to knock up the odd mojito on a special occasion. Um, so that that's a favourite. But my all-time favourite rum cocktail um, has to be a zombie. And I'd probably normally drink it on a night out in town. Um, if we were down in Manchester, I'd probably have one. Um, and speaking of Manchester, it's not there anymore, but there was a cracking bar there called Keku Moku. And they used to serve the zombie in like a traditional pint pot, you know, the glass one with a handle. Um, yeah. And then they'd have a bit of passion fruit on the top. They'd set fire to it um, and literally serve it by the pint. So um, you couldn't have too many because, of course, the clue's in the name, isn't it, a zombie? <laughs> I was going <laughs> to say that, yeah. But just the flavour and taste, um, zombie rum cocktail, that would be my all-time favourite. So we have a bar in Hull, actually, that serves it in the, the old traditional glass as well. Yeah. It's, yeah, one or two of them and, yeah, you are walking like a it's zombie. It's amazing. Right? Sadly, Kekumoku's <laughs> not there anymore, and so I need oh, to find yeah. somewhere else that does them. Uh, yeah, you'll have to come to Hull and Roots Bar on Newland Avenue. They'll sort you out. <laughs> Sounds good, mate. Sounds good. <laughs> Right, so you're obviously a musician, so this this question, I'm looking forward to hearing the answer to this. So you've got an hour to have a few cheeky beers and listen to an album from start to finish. Which album and artist would it be and why? Right, well, I thought long and hard about this. Um, it was fairly easy in the end, but I, I did run through a few options. So um, those who know me, I'm a 1970s prog rock fan. Um, stuff like, uh, hi Sean, um, stuff like Genesis. Um, absolutely love their stuff, Peter Gabriel era. Um, Rush, a rock band from Canada, they did an album called Permanent Waves, which I'll sometimes just put on at full blast if I'm on my own. Um, I'm a big Lana Del Rey fan. Um, her last two albums are what I listen to with the earpods in, if, you know, shut yourself off from the world and that. Um, she's depressing, she's miserable, but beautiful songs. Absolutely love her stuff. But the one I've gone for, um, it's, it's an album by a band called Marillion. And most people will remember Marillion from um, a number two hit they had called Kaylee. Now, Kaylee wasn't on this album. The one I've chosen is Marillion's first album, Script for a Jester's Tear. 
Um, and I must have been about 10 years old when my dad took me to the Manchester Apollo to go and see them. I was the youngest that day by a long way. Um, and my dad was the oldest that day by a long way. Um, but it was amazing. My first live concert with my dad, I can remember him standing me on the back of the chairs so I could see. Um, and, and I just love this album. It, it's an absolute cracker. Prog rock at its absolute best. So script for a jester's tear, Marillion. I'm going to have to give this album a try because as you know, I'm always in trouble for my music taste and uh, I think I need to educate myself a little bit. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's a poet. Fish, the lead singer Fish, he's a poet. He, he, he writes music like it's poetry. And then, right. you know, the, the whittly keyboards, the jangler guitars, that's my kind of stuff. Absolutely love right. it. Sounds good. I'll, I'll definitely add that to my Spotify playlist and give it a, give it a listen. I'm the Lana Del Rey with the headphones in the bath. I'll have a little, yeah, little cry, yeah. a little cry to myself. <laughs> yeah. So going on to my my next question, John, uh, if you could only drink one brewery's beer for the rest of your life, uh, which one would it be? Where are they based, and why? Yeah, that that's a tough one as well. Because when I was thinking about this, it, I go through phases. Me, I don't know about you guys and and the listeners out there. I don't know if you go through phases, but if you'd have asked me this. 18 months ago, I might have said something like Bradfield Brewery in Sheffield, which Jimbo introduced me to. Um, they're, they're real ales, um, which I'm drinking tonight, actually, Jimbo. I managed to get a keg of uh, Jack-O-Lantern. It's absolutely amazing. Um, and then if you'd have asked me six months ago, I'd have said Sure Shot, because I couldn't get enough of their stuff. I was, I was buying all their cans and trying all the different stuff. Um, Real Ales, Yorkshire Heart, they do a beer called Tother Side, which is amazing on the Pine 365. I think I persuaded um, Martin, uh, the Patriot, to get some of that. He, he seemed to enjoy it. But I'm going to have to say Vocation. Vocation are based in Hebden Bridge near Halifax. Um, and their beers, if I could only have one, I'd probably go for theirs. One, because it's got bread and butter, which is a classic, but Life and Death is a brilliant one. They do some other pails like Roll With It, which I know has been mentioned on the show before. Um, really good supermarket beer. Um, and they do one called um, Day Trip, which is another pale ale. Um, and that's a cracker as well. Um, and that's, I've not even tried all their beers, you know. So I, I just think that'd be the one. I'd have to go for Vocation. I always, um, if somebody's trying to get into craft beer, I always recommend Life and Death by Vocation. Because I think it's just got everything. It's such yeah. a good, good beer. Yeah, absolutely. It, and they've just got something for everyone as well, haven't they? If you like your stouts, yeah. you know, your caramel stouts, your chocolate stouts, they've, they've got something for everybody. You know, even, even a lager, um, yeah. which I've never had. But yeah, they've got something for everyone. And I think I could just keep going through their beers and trying different stuff. So I've only sampled a small fraction um, that suits my taste, but never let you down. Well, plenty more to come then. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So the final question is the most important question. Uh, what is your Desert Island beer? That one beer that you would choose to drink for the rest of your life? Yeah, so I've answered this twice, Joe. Um, I reckon if I was on a desert island, I reckon I would just want loads and loads of bottles of Corona with a lime in the top. I think that'd keep me going on a, like a real desert island. So if we took it literally, it'd be Corona. Nice, simple lager beer. Um, but my, my old time, if you said there's only one beer you can ever have, that's all going in your fridge forever and ever. Simple, bread and butter location. 
I, th- I think if it was to take craft beer to a, a desert island, we, we wouldn't last very long, would we? So I think a Corona would, you would last a bit longer with a Corona. <laughs> I think it would help with the survival bit, wouldn't it? And, you know, you, you can drink that all day and you don't get too sozzled either. It's very refreshing. I think keep the morale up if you were there and, you know, you weren't enjoying it. Keep your morale up. Exactly, yeah. So thank you for being on Desert Island Beers, John. And everybody, don't, don't forget to go show him some love by giving his Insta page a follow. And thank you very kindly for being on once again. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, cheers, John. And obviously, cheers, Joe. Uh, we may see you again a bit later on, Joe. And you're going to be hiding in the background, aren't you? And uh, checking out the comments that are coming through and things like that as well. Um, but yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. Cheers, I'll give you a round of applause. Desert Island Beers is a regular feature on the Ale and Audio podcast, a full show with music and games aimed at pub shed, home bar owners and beer lovers around the world, released on Friday mornings only on Spotify. We're in the top 5% of podcasts shared globally and in the top 15% of all podcasts. Find the Ale and Audio podcast on Spotify and give us a follow.